Hey everyone, Corey Whalen, Managing Partner, Bridgemark Strategies, a firm that's helped over a thousand financial advisors objectively explore the broker-dealer and RIA marketplace and help them find the firm with the right combination of feel, fit, and financials for them and their business. I was speaking with an advisor the other day and just kind of explaining to him how I help advisors through the due diligence process in terms of unbiased education, alignment with firms that best complement what they're trying to do, that they should explore, help them ask the right questions along the way. But I told him another big part is just helping financial advisors avoid mistakes that we see people make every single day. And he asked me, Corey, what do you think the biggest mistake an advisor can make in their due diligence process is? And in my opinion, it's financial advisors ignoring red flags throughout their due diligence process and choosing a firm based solely on an upfront transition check. And I think a lot of advisors say, Corey, that's ridiculous. I would never make a decision purely based off of economics. But typically throughout the process, when there's a firm with a significantly higher check, we will see financial advisors start to ignore or forget some of the red alarms or red alerts that, they, that made them find that firm unattractive in the first place. So I'll give you a perfect example. I was exploring a couple different firms with an advisor a few months ago, um, and we found the perfect firm for him from a cultural standpoint. It checked off all of the list points of his needs and wants. He loved the tools and technology and saw that this firm could really springboard the growth of his practice into the future. And he was about to sign an offer letter and then a firm out of left field that he spoke to previously who he didn't really like from a cultural standpoint, didn't like the business structure of the organization and wasn't a huge fan of the technology. All of a sudden they offered him this million dollar producer an extra $200,000 a year to affiliate with their firm up and above the other firm. And then all of a sudden this subpar firm was back on the list. And through coaching this financial advisor, I, I, I told him a big part of our process is helping financial advisors not make emotional business decisions. This financial advisor, in, in, in his mind, already had that $200,000 spent on, on whatever it was that was important to him, whether it was family vacations, whether it was paying off his kids' student loans, a down payment on a wake house, whatever it is. He got really, really excited about that money, but started to explain to him that, you know, he's going to sign a 10-year deal, you know, taking that extra $200,000, uh, you know, w with a firm. And he needs to consider this, you know, as a marriage. You know, you need to find the firm that has the best combination of feel and fit for you. And if the economics align after that, and there's a huge upfront transition check that aligns with that, by all means, go for it. But if you're just going to marry a firm, you know, solely based on money, just like a real marriage in the real world, that marriage isn't going to last very long. And then we just started to kind of go through some of the math. That $200,000 of extra money at the end of the day at this financial advisor's tax bracket is going to get taxed to close to 40%, which means left over, he's only going to have $120,000. Spread over 10 years of the length of the note, that's an extra $12,000 per year. You know, Mr. Financial Advisor, are you really going to make a decision to go to a subpar firm where there is a firm that's a perfect fit for you with a little bit less money, you know, for $12,000 of incremental money per year over the next 10 years? 
So luckily the financial advisor, after breaking all of that out, decided to go with a firm that truly was the best fit for them. But that's just one of the many ways that we help financial advisors manage their emotions, focus on the long term, and make a better decision based off of that and not you know, step over dollars to pick up pennies. I really hope that this helped. And if you have any questions, I'd be glad to help. I really, really hope you find this podcast of value. If you do, please make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. 